Okay, uh, let's see how this goes then. So um, this is going to be a sort of pilot episode yes, of Nerdwood. So pilot. Uh, in which we figure out what in the fuck we do in a podcast. Yeah. Um, there's supposed to be more people. Um, however, uh, they suck. No, not really. Um, they just got jobs and, and busy things and yeah. And some of them are abroad. Um, so my name's Bailey and um, my friend here. Nick. And um, yeah, we, we want this podcast to just sort of be us just chatting shit really about mostly video games, but um, it, I think some nerdy stuff, other, other nerdy yeah, things are probably going to creep in, right? Any controversies? Any controversy, because Nick is the king of salt. Yes. Um, so, um, without further ado, let's look at uh, what our first thing. Uh, the first thing we were going to look at was your Week in Geek, uh, which is... Uh, what did our nerds? What our nerds did this week that was geeky? So, did you do anything? Mm, <laughs> I want to say no. I mean, what did I do? I was in preparation for the fact that they're releasing the Berserk Muso, the Berserk Warriors. Oh, I, the Dynasty Warriors thing. Oh hell yeah! But Dynasty Warriors or Berserk? Yeah, but because you'd think they would have <laughs> ages ago because it is basically the same thing, but a lot darker. But now they are doing it, so now I'm going back and reading all of Berserk. What's what's the name of the guy that begins with G? In that? Oh, Griffith. Griffith. Griffith did nothing wrong. Worst if you know anime it. ever. Uh, no, not really. Best anime <laughs> ever. Um, anime, worst movies ever. Yeah, I remember years ago you being really, really into Berserk, and particularly Dude. Griffith as a as a character. Griffith, because he's one of the few complex villains in <laughs> what would otherwise be a kind of hack slash anime. Like but anime is he anime. is he really a villain? No, he's not actually. He did, <laughs> he did nothing wrong. Did nothing um, wrong. Went <laughs> great again. <laughs> um, um, okay, so that's what that's. I mean, that's not what you've done this week. That's just some shit you're looking forward to. Uh, well, reading through it is what I've done this week. I'm reminding myself of the glory days. So, because come on now, we've got games. I say a games drought, but it's honestly, like it is that time much. of the year. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, yeah, Overwatch has been huge, um, and the memes. And I feel like I'm missing out. Um, I don't know. I mean, Maze Bay, like, as long as you know that, Maze Bay <laughs> is high noon until he got nerfed. Um, then <laughs> The guy that plays, the guy that does the voice for um, that character. He actually goes around saying it's high noon. It, well, it's uh, Matt Mercer, who's, oh, who also yeah. does something, like, he does a lot of video game voices and, and anime and, and everything, basically. Yeah. But he's also does something else that I'm going to come into later. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, apparently, like, Every time it's twelve o'clock <laughs> on Twitter, he just gets fucking bombarded by people oh. going, "It's high noon." Damn. It's high time he got nerfed because everyone he was making the characters <laughs> making it more salty. So yeah. Um, so nerdwise, well, I mean, what have I done this week? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, in terms of geek stuff. Um, I think what I've done. I actually had like a nature weekend. <laughs> I actually went out into into the sunshine and shit. Like Nosferatu shit going on. Um, no, I'm trying to think. Um, what, what did I do? Um, I've been playing Witcher, Witcher Three, um, because I I don't think I gave it enough of a, a chat. I, I mean, the thing about Witcher is like it's got this huge lore to it. I mean, it's a, it's a book series anyway. So, yeah. so. I started playing it in the summer when it 
sort of came out and I was kind of like, well, you know, I was moving house and it was sort of, I don't know, it was very thick with the law mm. and I hadn't played number one or number two. Well, I played number two actually and found the combat oh, so bad yeah. I that I couldn't, it was, I, I think I got like to the end of the tutorial and was just like, nah. Just, it's because you have to be nah. Batman, like, in most <laughs> games you kind of swing in and, you know, swing this a bit. This is like prep time, it's like if you've laid these traps, drank these potions, <laughs> yes. align the planets, wish upon a star, <laughs> then, then you're badass, but if you don't do that, then you get your just shit wrecked, really. So, yeah, um, yeah, I can, I can get to it. I'm, I'm, I'm finding free easier, and maybe that says something about me rather than, no, I think <laughs> than the game to, to be fair, to be fair, they, stream, they, they went out of the way to kind of streamline it. Right. you don't have to be Batman to win a fight now you can just kind of wade into fight you can't it's not exactly Skyrim levels of hack and slash but it's it's as close as you're going to get in a witch game so yeah yeah it's not it's not I mean that's yeah so that's the gaming thing I've been doing this week in terms of just other geek stuff um, I have some stuff I watch like YouTube stuff you know John Trons and mm. all that sort of stuff but um, and I know you've been watching your Razor Fist because yeah, we spoke really. about that earlier um, but uh, the other thing, like, I mean, I'm super, I'm super into history oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So, and I spoke about this guy to you before, like a guy called Dan Carlin, mm. uh, who does this amazing uh, oh, yeah. history podcast. Um, but he also does a, I think it's like a every bi-weekly um, politics thing. And he's an American guy and he does oh, um, common sense. Common sense. Yes. Um, you, you need to listen to the latest one because, oh my God, Brexit. Brexit, mate. Just Brexit. Brexit, Brexit, salt, is it? Yeah, oh, dude, like, because he's he's looking at it and uh, everything, everything, everything he's saying in that. Like, you know, when you're listening to something and you're kind of like, I've been saying that shit. I've been saying that yeah. that nah, shit right there. Um, so yeah, um, I think we'll we'll definitely give that a listen, maybe on one of our lunch breaks or something. But yeah. I was listening to it. I was just like, oh my god, I've been saying this to my wife. I've been saying this to my my parents. Like See, this guy. I'm so. Yeah, no, it's real good. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the other slightly nerdy, but slightly political. political. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I think nerdy from the history standpoint, because that's yeah. the, his normal gig sort of thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of uh, our week in Geek. Um, so new releases this week for gaming. Um, just, just, looking just, at list, I'm just, like, just, just, yeah, looking at the list right now, and oh, oh. Are you like your new fan? <laughs> just generic my stuff. Yeah, just generic my shit up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, we got. Um, it's a great topic for us right now. It's just gonna bore the shit out of people listening. But um, Lego Force Awakens. Jeez. I mean, it's Lego. I mean, look, everyone has fun with Lego. It's like Lego this, Lego that, blah blah. Force Awakens. I think I saw the trailer and I was kind of like, all right, they, they're trying to make it fun. They've poked more fun at the stuff that's mm. within the whole kind of Force Awakens anyway. So. It's one of those things. Uh, the thing that gets me about it, man, like I've been looking at it and stuff, and it's just all the audio from like from the film. It's like they kind of sort of went, well, we got that audio. We don't you know, do we really need to get them back just for this? No, no. It's really quite expensive now, man. Like, yeah. uh, just, I'm too, I'm too old for that shit, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, they're good games, but it, it, not really. I mean, no. without sounding horrible, they they are more kiddie games. Um, yeah, but they're not even like they look. You always want to say they're fun. Like fun games can be fun games, even if they're kiddie games. But like, you just I just look at that and I just go like, I'll, I'll be bored back in that. <laughs> just no, especially Force Awakens as well, because it's kind of like 
remember in a movie, it's not enough stuff that happens and I'm like, stretching this out into a whole game. It's just like, she's borderline invincible. But that movie's perfect. We've spoken about this. That she, movie's perfect. She is perfect. <laughs> she's uh, Mary Sue. Oh, the salt. Oh, the salt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Dude, man, look. Like, to not dwell on Star Wars too much, man. Like, the next movie, if she takes a fall, unless it's like a deeply psychological fall, which I can buy that. I can buy a deeply psychological fall. But if somehow she starts losing to anybody, I'm like, this is bullshit. This could be bullshit. She wrecked everyone's shit. Like, anything she touches is a deadly weapon in her hands. There's no way she can lose to anything at this point, yeah. So. Unless she gets psychologically raped. She, she is always. pretty OP in that movie, that's She's for sure. OP. Oh, what's this blaster? I don't know what this is. Ju, 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 headshot, 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 boom, boom. Oh, yeah, oh what's like this Millennium Falcon, Falcon that I've never flown? Let me what's fucking this, what's this wreck junction? some TIE yeah, fighters. Let's do like some, uh, you know, <laughs> some barrel rolls and uh, yeah, I'm good. So, um, all right, let's move on from Star Wars because we yes. could just talk about that all freaking night. Um, how's your cocktail, by the way? Very nice. You're welcome. Technomancer. I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. I don't really know shit about this game. That sounds, that just sounds generic. It's, well, I kind of, I feel like bad generic. for not having come in here knowing about it's this game. But generic, I want to say, <laughs> fillerware. RPG. All right. Then, yeah. Uh, let's move on from that one because we don't, we don't know shit about that. Uh, Galgun. Oh, Japan. Yeah, just Jay, so Jay stuff. Um, Schoolgirls, we've gone. Yeah, and Vita and... Um, skirts. And Vita and PS4, right? So Yeah, just... To the home of just... Upskirt, panty shooter, basically. <laughs> what they should have called it, and they would have got a bit... At least it would be honest. Like, yeah, yeah. Honest. But, you know. um, and then, yeah, the other, the other main release, a game close to your heart, I know. Um, so... Super Mario Brothers one on the Wii U Minecraft because they have the same graphics. Oh, <laughs> this this guy just obsessed with graphics. Oh, um, I love Minecraft. You know that. Um, but yeah, I mean, what what? Well, I mean, what can we say about it? It's it's the Wii U version. It's about time. I mean, it's only been on everything else, but yeah. Yeah, not really much to say. Uh, it's Minecraft on the Wii U, which is a dead console. So. Mario Minecraft, so you're alright. Um, so yeah, that's the that's that's the new releases that we want to talk about. This thrilling week of hot. <laughs> summer hot new releases. Hot new releases um, all right, so let's move on to some just news new stuff that's been going on. Uh, we had E3. <laughs> um, uh, this has the potential to fill up the rest of the night. It Thoughts? Was less. All sucky than last year, but it had a lot of the same stuff coming back. So, Last Guardian finally getting a release date was a yeah. clapping point. Um, then the, the problem with Last Guardian for me, I do want to take a little bit of time to talk about Last Guardian because yeah. this, this game has been in development what seven years. Oh, yeah. Um, it, I mean, it looks like it's been in development seven years. Like, I don't want to, like, I know obviously, you know, it's got story going on you know so you know it's probably gonna be quite a narrative sort mm -hmm. of game but it, it it looks kind of funky if i'm honest i mean maybe they can touch up in post-production or whatever <laughs> like the equivalent of gaming post-production but like it's just cgi all this shit it's just like yeah just, just put a feel on it um but no, i'm happy because i like i you know it's a it's a great studio that have done amazing mm -hmm. works of art basically um I'm a little bit worried about the stuff I read 
Um, yeah, like stuff I've read has said, you know, control scheme is just real flaky. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I'm hoping it's Charm wins through, but I don't think it's going to be the most playable game. Okay. But then was Shadow of the Colossus the most playable game? Not, but Shadow of the Colossus was different because it was an experience. Shadow of the mm. Colossus is like... Holy shit, like I'm roaming around, <laughs> roaming the field. I think they're like, probably going for a similar. This, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, it's been production for a long ass time. So I think some people just be glad to see it, but I think reviews are going to be kind of stuck. They're either going to be like, have to be nice because it's basically Team Ico, <laughs> but it's going to have problems. So I don't know, it's one of those I'm going to have to wait. It's not on my, it's not my list. Because I appreciate Ico Shadow Crosses, but then oh, yeah, I kind of figured this wasn't yeah one of your of sort of things. Like, I appreciate this. The games I can sit down and watch someone else play and be just in awe of like how things are. Like Journey. Yeah, <laughs> always a bit much for Journey, but yeah, it's it's, it's nice, I guess. But um, you're not giving it the credit it deserves, please. Fantastic game, please. Uh, what else happened to E3 that I was just like? Uh, Microsoft shot themselves again. Well, look, I feel bad for Microsoft. <laughs> you feel? Hang on, no. Repeat that statement. Time. You feel bad? I do feel bad for Microsoft, for Microsoft because they were like top of their game before that fateful <laughs> E3. They were like, you know, we had the weaker but cheaper console. We had good for party support. We had great Xbox Live and everything. The one people over, and it was great. Then they came into this high off their tits and that. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we can do anything. We're like the fucking Beatles. Let's just tell them that we're going to lock off all their software and they can't share anything and they can't trade anything and their console has to be on the line all the time and you have to have a connect that no one wants and it's got to be on all the time recording you. And yeah, it's going to be great. No one's going to say anything. It's like, no, dude. No, put down the pipe. So yeah. So at least I'll give them this. They quickly realized their mistakes, but just due to the nature of how the industry worked, it took them two years to fix all the problems, in which time Sony's won. And that's why I feel bad. It's kind of like, I don't want a one-horse race. No, no, I mean, hell, I would like, prefer a three-horse race, if I'm honest. But... Well, exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that yeah. a bit later. But, um, yeah, so, actually, yeah, what, what, what can you do? Like, Xbox One S is what Xbox One needed to be in the first place, but it couldn't be anyway, so now they got that. But then they were like, someone leaked all our shit, so we might have told them that Scorpio, it's gonna be powerful and expensive. And now people are like, well, okay. the, the ad, the, like the, the segment at the end to me, it felt like an Apple segment, like, you know, where they're just like, we've created the greatest. Oh, of course, <laughs> but they have to sell it, they have to sell it. E3, like I, I expected Johnny Ive to just pop up and just be like, Look, it's almost like a piece of jewellery. People think E3 is for the consumer, it's not, it's for shareholders. Yeah. Yeah. They're selling that to shareholders because even no, if you've like six teraflops, like when you show me a game, when you say, like, okay, this is your game, this is your game on six teraflops, and it's like, oh my god, amazing, then maybe I'll be sold on it. But when you say that, it's going to cost me, like, I don't know, 700 quid, then I'm like, oh, well, I think I'll stick to the. <laughs> Ooh, color so it intensifies exactly um, so um, what else I mean there was some hilarity that I have to point out at E3 okay go for it hilarity Square Enix oh god have been the darlings <laughs> of the previous um, it was so E3. bad 
by saying Final Fantasy VII's back bitches, dropping the mic and everyone going nuts. We're like, okay, this is a, a hot Final Fantasy XV action. And it was the worst demo ever <laughs> in the history of... I was like sitting there like, okay, so you find a giant golem thing. It's I was genuinely there thinking, has something gone I'm wrong? Like, okay, <laughs> this looks... Terrible, and I even gave the guy enough credit. I thought, all right, I heard there's a system when when your health's low, you can crack out your summon, mm. and obviously someone's going to be all singing and dancing, so they'd have a big kind of thing for the you know the crowd to see. Because he's getting his ass beat, his team getting his ass beat. Someone like someone's coming. No, <laughs> no, no summon. Just a QTE, and then that's it. And yes, gold claps afterwards. Just yeah, <laughs> just fucking tumbleweed goes across and the stage. How did you think that was even remotely a good idea? To the point that, like, it got to the the Microsoft uh, conference thing, and they showed a scale bound where it was the same thing. It was like the platinum game. Well, yeah, yeah, totally. It was a boss fight. And I'm like, that's how you do it. Even if that game is a generic ass action game, at well, least to be fair, man. Like, I mean, platinum is Bayonetta, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't it's, think it's gonna be generic. It's something different for them, but it's weird because it's like. What free player co-op? Yeah, that's play character. Yeah, but you each have giant ass dragons that you can kind of like mount, do stuff on. Yeah, dude, I was I was watching it and I like it. It gave me Panzer Dragoon sort of feel, just like. But it's Japanese developer, you know, just like these huge dragons, you know. But it's like Panzer Dragoon cross with Lost Planet, which is a weird combo. I mean, it'd be both good games though. Yeah, true. Good luck, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, could work out. I have trusted Platinum, but it's not as crazy as, say, like, the other games. Like, you compare, that, that seemed quite sane compared to, say, <laughs> um, Metal Gear Rising. Right, sure. Where it's just, like, bloody, basically, 100 crack fisted more star with, <laughs> with a katana whilst throwing giant robots in the sky, you're kind of like, okay, that sets the tone. Yeah. This. this was a lot more subdued. It's like, fine, I'm shooting stuff, okay, then dismount and attack the weak spot. Then I'm like, okay, that seems actually quite calmed down <laughs> from the, you know, smash a planet into another planet and then yeah. punch someone into the sun. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's Platinum Games all over. <laughs> um, but then saying that, you'd get that, like, Platinum, do things like Okami, which is very kind of, there's a lot more grounded, yes, yeah, more I mean, kind of subdued compared game. to like their craziness. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? Um, I mean, one of the things that I'm most looking forward to, and it wasn't really featured very much mm. at E3, is uh, ukulele, um, oh, okay. which, as a huge banjo kazooie fan, um, that that I I really got a boner for that. Like just mm. yeah, that that game looks beautiful. Looks like it'll play. Just really nice. It, um, it needs to because I mean, Banjo Kazooie is basically dead. Nuts and bolts. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> um, Ray. I don't know. John like, Tron just singing. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think uh, Ray have basically done Obi Wan, gone into exile. Yeah. No, they've got a game at E3. Uh, what was it? Uh, sea of Thieves. Right? Yes, but that seems more like... It looks like, like pay-to-play, if I'm honest. That's the thing. It's very much kind of MMO. I don't want to say it's not like they're sold out. It just seems like it's a very different concept. They're trying different things, mm. but they're not... 
And I was saying, that's, that's not a bad thing. It's not like Rare hasn't done that. Rare have gone from being platformers, then they go, okay, we're going to fight again. Then we're going to race No, again. dude, they, so, they could do anything back uh, in the day, you know? Yeah, but now it's just, I don't know. Like, even watching that demo, I was kind of like, okay, it seems interesting, but it hasn't got the soul, it hasn't got the spark oh, I don't for know. Rare Rare. No, I like, really... But you've seen Rare, you're like, oh, shit. You know, just even cool. the music. Like, even yeah. the music got me just getting the feels, man. Um, yeah. Other stuff at E3, uh, God of War. I mean, that's obviously it's what PlayStation opened with. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy of War. Daddy. No, I mean, I mean, Dad of War. People giving it, I don't know, people, people are being a bit kind of like, wait, what? I, I mean, you've, kids, yeah, right? you've read the Eurogamer article. I haven't, I haven't read that yet. I skimmed, so. it, I skimmed it because they were just like, oh, you know, just throwing a kid in and fatherhood doesn't make a deal. It's like, what makes you think that they're trying to necessarily go for like feels or anything? I don't know, man. I, like, I got a whole like Last of Us feel from that like yeah, from that little demo to he kind of like I don't know like bulldogs a giant ogre thing <laughs> only for his idiot son to shoot him in the arm like I, kind of like, I mean you say uh, idiot son to shoot him in the arm but you just had to go with the HTC Vive uh, longbow and how did you do I did alright I did some fancy I did some fancy shit I did alright all I'm saying <laughs> is that Here's the other thing. Here's the thing. God of War has done Angry Kratos three times. Mm. Three times. Each time more angrier <laughs> than the last, and it's great. So if they're like, I want to change the gears up a bit and try something different, I, I don't want to penalize them for that because that's like, if they were just, if they just basically made a God of War 3 clone, which I'd have no problems with whatsoever because God of War 3 is great. They yeah, totally, like, totally. oh, they, you know, they've got no ideas. Uh, they tread in the same ground. No, I like what they're doing. I, 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 and I like I like the mythology that they've chosen as well. There's, well. there's a lot that can be done in that. and There's a lot a lot they can kill in that. Yeah. he's killed everyone Well, yeah, else. yeah, totally. And he's all the other gods are dead. killed <laughs> the Greek gods. So, but I don't know what you see. I think maybe that trailer doesn't show everything. You don't know what yeah. the game's going to hold. So, I'm, I'm, I'm still hyped for it. Yeah. Um, Outside of that, I'm, I'm just happy that people are actually willing to invest in new IPs. There was a time mm. where like people are like, new IPs, now they don't work. So we're just going to crank out sequels. So For Honor from Ubisoft um, is interesting to me. It's Vikings, Samurai, yeah, yeah. and Knights. No, I, didn't, I didn't dig that at all. Thing. Yeah, I, I just I didn't. Uh, what, I mean, what, uh, right, what did I tell you like about What do I like about it? It's just, it's, they got the feel of each kind of warrior kind of right. They try something different in combat, which can be completely hit and miss because I've got my physical hands on it because I'm not privileged enough to go to E3. But um, I like the fact that it's like it's more it's trying to have a deep combat system whilst it actually looks fun. I like the idea of these three kind of warriors from different eras fighting each other in a game that actually has set pieces because it's kind of like um, What's that History Channel program used to be? Old, no, not Old Warrior, Greatest Warrior. Oh, great, yeah. Where they were just like, could, could yeah. you just be Spartans? <laughs> Let's investigate. It's like that, but made into a real game, because um, there's actually a game of um, History Channel's Old Warrior, mm. or Greatest Warrior, where it is, and um, with nice set piece and everything. Yeah, and I'm just like, I, yeah, I don't know, man. To me, like it, it felt like Rise, Son of Rome, a little bit, and then no, uh, I was worried about yeah. that, but there was no QTE shenanigans. Like Rise shot itself in the foot by as soon as the as soon as the set piece started, <laughs> it was just kind of like press A, da 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 da, hit, press B, da da da, and just kind of like well, okay, <laughs> how much of that do I actually control, and how much of that is just QTE like face mm. mashing into the controller? 
But this is actually like you have to think about what you're doing, you're moving around, moving. So it has like tense fights, it has quick calm fights, it has a lot of like um, arena interaction, like throwing people with spikes, throwing people off cliffs, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. Okay. And if, cool. I mean, I mean, the other big thing as well is Morpheus. Um, I mean, you've had a go on the HTC Vive today. What was your thoughts on that? It, it's one of those things, like I said, it's obviously with more, the more refined it gets, the, the more yeah. awe-inspiring the experience can get. Yeah. Know? But as an initial thing, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I'm not going to lie, you feel kind of like, um, what's the name for it? You feel kind of exposed, you feel kind of vulnerable like That's strapped into had this me whole stood behind thing. you when well, you yeah, strapped that, into that, something. That so I mean, anyway, but I, I don't blame you for feeling vulnerable. Yeah, man. Um, but no, I mean, it's it's interesting. But I've always said that with VR, it's less about a game because when I play a game, maybe because I'm old school, I want to play a game in a traditional, very kind of traditional manner. I'll sit down, pad in my hand, focus on the gameplay. So as game playing, I don't know, but as um, at, you know, for great experiences, that's what I'm interested like. The the tech demo, the demo thing where I was like, just stood on a mountain throwing a stick to a robot dog. Yeah, just to clarify, just, you were playing the lab. The lab. Um, um, the lab mountain region where you just, <laughs> rest you know, throwing, yeah. Yeah, throwing like a, throwing a stick to a dog, whatever it's called, is like, yeah. But just looking at like a mountain escape, mm. just hearing the wind blowing and looking at, if they improved the graphical fidelity of that, so you're like, holy shit. I mean, bear in mind, we've, okay. we've you know, we've, we've not been, got the best. No, our rig is, um, our, yeah, it's, it's, uh, a bit, it's a bit budget, yeah. but, <laughs> but, look, man, but yeah, like, that's what I'm saying, like, the, the better the visuals of that is, the, the more kind of, um, the better the experience will be, but at the same time, it's how much space you need. Mm. Like, yeah, you can, you can use the, the paddles to teleport around, but then that, to me, kills experience a bit. Like, you want to be able yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I sort of went into it and I was actually really sceptical. Um, I didn't find Oculus that great. I mean, we yeah, we had all this prototype right. demo stuff, but um, obviously the Vive is, is a vast improvement on that mm. and with Steam behind it as well. And, yeah. you know, and I like HTC stuff. I've always liked what they make, um, even, you know, phones and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. um, for me, the, yeah, the wire is an issue. Um, but, you know, maybe there'll be a wireless edition at some point. That's, and that'll definitely help. Yeah, the teleporting. The, the teleporting, teleporting is, is definitely a good fix. It's, it's, a good, it's a good solution to yeah. a problem they can't solve yet. Like, yeah. you need to be able to get around. Yeah, totally, I literally, totally. Like, when I was in that holiday thing, I literally was like, well, I just want to go down there. But I know the couch is right there. So I can't. Yeah and, yeah. and even if the couch wasn't there, there's only so much slack on the, yeah, totally. on the wire. <laughs> so it comes springing like, backwards yeah, on a bungee. So <laughs> that's the thing. But when you get to the point, but then saying that the same problem, like, it's like the connectors have failed because it needs loads of room and people don't have room. There's a big flop in Japan because no one has, no one has even the, the minimum room. Yeah, totally, totally. So you can imagine that people who live in kind of confined spaces, you can still get, you can still have a decent experience with it, but you, the level of experience you can have is really going to be yeah. kind of hindered. I think, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to get sort of a, a glut of games, sort of trying out different different ways to get around this pro, this mm, this lack of being able to move around, sort of yeah, thing. It's um, but 
Um, how do you think Morpheus is going to compare to it? Um, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be similar. I mean, I would still sell it as an experience maker rather than a game maker because the the game aspect of things can end up being a bit kind of corny, especially on the initial run. But yeah, people would just look for quick, cheap things. It was like when the DS came out and it's like, oh, do two screens. Nintendo knew what to do with it, but everyone else was like, two screens. I'm like, fuck it. The second screen is some bollocks. And then over time, people started thinking. So I think initially, uh, Morpheus is going to be that. You're going to get a lot of corny games, which is why I feel like, instead of trying to sell corny games, trying to sell interesting experiences. Like, the Oculus Rift, the first time I tried it, I just tried that roller coaster thing. Mm. And that's corny, but... You, you still get the sensation. So yeah, go, totally. Oh, that, that's, yeah. that's cool. I mean, there's only so much you can do with that, yeah, in terms of selling it as an experience. But I'd be more interested in that than just some kind of corny Bowen yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, oh, what? <laughs> um, what else, E3 wise? Is there anything else, or should we? Oh, just, no, no, there wasn't nothing. Thing. I mean, the big, big, all right, I mean, just to lay, lay some controversy pipe. Um, <laughs> So even though Nintendo didn't turn up at G3, salt they had a tree house. Yes, trigger warning, salt. Um, <laughs> their new Zelda, um, which yeah. name is not convoluted, but convoluted enough for me to not roll up the time. That would be Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Um, I like the look of it. I think it looks really nice, and I'm eager to see what it looks like on NX as well. The thing is that NX, are they actually selling it as a actual powerful console because well, I, yeah, we're going to come we're going we'll to come to this in, in, now, in a bit in terms so. of it I mean look kind of Zelda Skyrim let's, let's face it Zelda Skyrim <laughs> is should have been a no brainer I mean there's enough times where I'm I'm rolling around the areas in um, Ocarina of Time mm. and I literally could have the same kind of experience yeah um, so it's a no brainer so the controversy is I say controversy you know like Controversy is mostly like vocal minorities being overly vocal. So you? But <laughs> no, 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 no. I am the exorber. Okay. Of, um, so what was what's what's, what's the beef? Um, the fact that everyone because I've heard when some good stuff. No, no, no. In terms of the game itself, no one is really concerned. I mean, this is the thing. A lot of people don't want to even talk about games these days, which unfortunately sounds like an exaggeration. But it was more people's bizarre kind of borderline meltdown over the fact that um, Link in this wasn't going to be a woman. Oh, was the, fact the Linkle thing. Link. Not even Linkle thing, because Linkle is now like a separate character that people kind of understand. And right. It's okay. a kind of corny character as well. Okay. She's got the like Run DMC giant <laughs> around her neck for some reason. That makes no sense. But like more the fact that they're like, oh, when they first showed like the 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 prototype images and um, the first demo. Yeah. No, I do remember wild. people saying, people like, ooh, that looks kind of like a girl. Is it a girl? And I'm just like, look, we all know that, you know, women in gaming and representation in games is a hot button topic, but can we just leave established characters, even characters that are borderline non-characters like Link, where he hasn't got enough of a background to... Well, yeah, I mean, he, law. He, he, you are supposed to, yeah, yeah, I mean, the reason he doesn't speak is you're supposed to project yourself onto the avatar. Mm. But surely then, as, as a female playing the game, you would maybe want to project yourself onto a female character. 
Yeah, people say that, but then the problem is that then he, the fact that he has a name, like he doesn't talk much more because he seems like a silent Bob character, and Nintendo can't bother to write lines for him. I don't know. Is Link a boy's name? Is Link? This is like Japan, where like people can be cured of anything because the phonetics of katakana makes it sound <laughs> way more cooler than it is. Where it's like they go Bob, like, oh, that sounds cool, and it's like no, it's Bob, mate. That sounds boring. <laughs> yeah, my dog's called Bob, or whatever, and they go no, you know. So that's that's the thing, but. I say this late in the game, I would much rather have them dig through the archives of the many, many female characters they have that have interest. Just play Hyrule Warriors to see like access to female characters mm. they have within the lore of Zelda and turn that into a game. They can have a game where you play as Princess Zelda and she's turned into Sheik and you can then also play as Impa for Royal Guard mm. and just have that that is more I think there was talk of that just, to begin with, though, wasn't there? Like there, there um, was talk of a, a Zelda, Zelda actually being a character in the game that you play as. So then, then that's, I, mean, I that's can't remember where I read fine, that. But. but leave Link as it is. I think a lot of people kind of get obsessed with this kind of like I need to project myself onto a character. I'm more interested in the character itself. Now it's a shame that Link is a non-character, and they could take the opportunity to actually try and flesh Link out as actual character, give him some <laughs> kind of. Background, give him a voice. That's not here, here, here. and yeah. uh, exactly, and um, do something with him so people don't need to project. He's, he is who he is, kind of thing. And then just yeah, make a game about Princess Zelda. I don't have an issue with that. Um, okay, okay. Um, I'm just changing this in character. So let's move on to something else. Um, yes. I read a Eurogamer article um, yes. about Paradox and. Paradox basically made a game. Um, I can't remember the name of the game. It's a space, uh, uh, kind of like Civ, Civ, uh, Civ Five, but in space. Mm. Um, I can't actually remember the name of the game, but um, that would help. Yeah, that would have helped. Let's let's find out the name of this game. Okay, let's 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 just Google and see what it was. I really can't. It was so, well, to be honest, it's because the, the topic is more important. The topic than is probably the more important. Yeah, the game to to be. I just thought it was an interesting article um, and worth discussing because um, basically the the game came out and um, people are allowed to make mods for it and some uh, some douchebag. Let's let's not look, show, let's is, not show it, man. Here's like, the thing. I don't. I wouldn't even call them a douchebag. I think to be fair, yeah, um, simply because this is the internet age where <laughs> everyone. The idea of something being taboo has been really fined down to a knob. Like, we're free to just say and do 90% of what we want to do, with the 10% being completely illegal. So people have that. Uh, I mean, that's freedom. that's entirely true. But we're you know we're still entitled to be. Oh no doubt. I mean, if questioning. Let, <laughs> before we get to that, let, let's get to the hard thing. So Stellaris. That's all. Um, Stellaris, which has mods like most PC games, it does, um, has some controversial mods. Controversial. <laughs> and um, that's what this article is about. It's the kind of the ethics of mods and the involvement of a dev in terms of weighing in on mods. And policing, that sort policing of stuff. Policing mods, yeah. which is kind of like, to be honest, the only reason even the whole policing thing even comes into play simply because 
the mods are hosted on Steam. If the mods weren't hosted on Steam, like, if you look at Skyrim, kind of like mod communities where people just have sites, you upload your mod onto there, people download it, and that's it. They're self contained um, communities in which anything goes. Like, the amount of risque, random, crazy mods there are for like Skyrim. <laughs> Some of them are pretty. Uh, oh god, I got such dark. a pet peeve with. There's this one guy that's on YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel, and oh my god, all his YouTube channel is is fucking Skyrim mods about just like just boning women, basically. Ass just ass but that's they, mods. they exist. They exist, man. He's got such a huge following as well. Right. I was just let's, like, let's oh, not let's dude. not name let's not promote or name no, shame this no. guy. Let's 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 not leave it at that. This guy who's <laughs> promoting. Um, Skyrim is smart, but I, I, I think people need to have the freedom. The whole point of being able to mod a game is you have the freedom to fuck around with the game. Yeah. And you can share that. And your mod isn't, it's not like you're inflicting your mod on someone else kind of thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. You're just, I personally want to make this game as freaky as I like it, or as weird, or as shocking. Or well, this is it. Let's like break that. down what's in these mods that have. I mean, they have they been reinstated or I think I think for the most part they were pulled, right? Yeah, they get pulled and people say no, they still don't see them. They get pulled, but I mean, look, race, which is obviously a huge hot topic now, is. Um, I would argue it's a, it's been a hot topic for a while. No, it probably should even, be. But even but even more so because there's it's like how can I put it? Like there's racism with like a big R, <laughs> and then there's racism with like a little R. Right. Yeah, and it seems that people are like rolling out a red carpet for racism with little R. Right. And putting it in the same bracket as racism with big R. <laughs> um, yeah. As a white guy. As a white guy. <laughs> well, as, as I'm, a, I'm just going to stick. As, as a, as a, <laughs> a uh, non-respect black guy. Um, I don't know, it's just like, I must be the worst person to say about this. But basically, yeah, so one of the mods is what? It's very of racist mods. There's what you can play as, you can make the human You can, you can play as only, only, White Europeans. Yes. Um, and Paradox said that they'd removed that mod, I think because of the comments surrounding that mod. Yeah, um, but then it caused a backlash because people were saying, well, there's mods where you can play as um, all like African yeah. or all Asian. And those mods got to stay. So, But there's also some of like... Some of them are really bad, dude. Like, like some of some of them. Plays the KKK and like... the, the, dude, there's one where like you you play as uh, only Africans and they are represented as like monkeys, monkeys and gorillas. Like, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Yeah, now obviously, yeah. It, the, the, the thing is, just, that's bullshit, man. Like, yeah, that's uh, bullshit. Look, you're gonna get people who are assholes, whatever, who are gonna do that, or people who just like to push buttons. People just go, oh, I'll make this thing because it's shocking, kind of thing. Like, that's why I say this is the mm. age where like. Everyone has a voice now, so sometimes to get your voice over other people who do ridiculous shit just because they have this sense that they have to feel important or they have to do something that makes them noticed, you know, notice me, senpai, <laughs> kind of thing. So people will do that. That's why I don't get, I don't get bothered about that kind of stuff. I'd be more bothered if someone made a game, a whole actual game that was pushing that as a kind of propaganda without any kind of context to kind of explain mm. why propaganda like that exists, like that. We move more worrying and start making a KKK mod for this game. Well, I mean, and people what, like making Africans monkeys and just kind of getting like, yeah, it's dumb. Like, I look at it and I just go, okay, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason why I say it's okay because there's nothing stopping me from like making a mod where I make all the white people some kind of stupid thing, some kind of stupid racist yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. That I, if I felt that way. Yeah. No, I get that. 
I mean, one of the main things I wanted to talk about, though, was where does where does paradox stand in this? Because you know, part, some 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 people have condemned them. Some people have said, you know, you know, what, why are you removing this stuff? Like, we can police ourselves. I want to know where you stood on, like, you know, what a developer should be it's, doing. It's, should it's, should a developer police content that they haven't made, mm. or you know, I mean, look, where do they stand? This, really? this is the difficult thing about a developer in this day and age, yeah? I personally feel that, like, look, we can't control mods, yeah? Right. We've given people the option to make mods, but we, by no means, have control over the mods people make. We don't commission these mods, yeah? Therefore, if we're giving people, if we're giving people freedom to make mods, we just have to kind of leave it at that and let it be up to the community to decide. Okay, so we're kind, of, we're kind of in agreement on this thing, because I was sort of reading it and thinking, I don't know, I'm sort of leaning towards, you know, they shouldn't really have to police other people's bullshit. Not really, but this is this is what I'm saying about this day and age, because here's the thing. People don't see it as the game is perfectly fine, the game is inclusive, or it's whatever people want it to be is, is fine, but then it has crazy mods that turn it into something crazy. Mm. People see it as your game supports racism, or your company supports racism, and yeah. it's kind of like, that's why I don't like when people just throw out racism, sexism, misogyny, and bigotry and all this because it sure. becomes unfair to the company website that like, we made a game we our game is completely like safe it, it doesn't offend anyone it's just you know it's cool someone decided to make a mod for our game that has crazy shit in it that's not on us that's on other people that's like if someone wants to take a movie that exists that's fine yeah and dub over it with inflammatory stuff that's <laughs> not down to the, that's not down to like some sony to say like no, no that's a good no, analogy. We don't we don't, yeah. we don't uh, condone this type of thing. They just go, well, yeah, sometimes I think other than hitting them with a bloody copyright suit for stealing their material. Yeah, um, that's probably. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you could stop this sort of thing. Like, there's always going to be assholes in the world, and yeah. they're always going to, you know. But it's equal opportunities, assholes. <laughs> like you can't. It, like I said, it's equal opportunities. Right? You can't. It's not like you can't. Do the equivalent. Like if I want to be like, all right, cool. You want to make KKK? I'm gonna make a Black Panther mod for my game. Yeah, then fuck you, kind of thing. Like I can do that unless there's a like, no, 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 no. They get the KKK. You don't get the Black Panther. Then that's when it becomes an issue because that's when it's like they are clearly discriminating yeah, yeah, or they're sure. one or the other. Okay. So mods just need to be what they are. So so yeah. So I mean, we're we're sort of on a similar side about this then. Um, so that was one of the things that I, I definitely want to talk about, just because I thought it was an interesting sort of oh, gaming yeah, gaming political thing. Uh, would you like another cocktail? No, you should. No, 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 no. Um, other stuff. Um, I wanted to know if you want to talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon because I do, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm a huge Pokemon guy, but Look, I know well, I know you've retired, I have, put down the mantle of retired, Pokemon King, but I have retired from Pokemon. Look, but it looks great. I, mean, I don't get hype. I mean, the X and Y was great. I'm not gonna lie, about it. X and Y was a great Pokemon because, yeah, people are like, oh, they casualized it, blah, blah, blah. They streamlined it, they made the grind tolerable yeah, to totally. an extent. Um, and the sharing XP thing. I know some people, yeah. like hardcore guys, are not really into that, but like, no. I've been playing, I've been playing since like the first Pokemon, and I was just like, holy crap, this is great, just being able to share that XP a bit. Sharing you know? XP thing is great. Look, um, when, you're on your, when you're on your regular playthrough, especially in a new Pokemon game, you catch Pokemon, you're like, this Pokemon could be a turd. This Pokemon <laughs> could turn into some crazy ass shit. But for you to go through the effort of you know switching it in, switching it yeah, out, totally. get, get EXP, and it only gets like it gets a shitty amount of EXP, and blah blah blah. 
and then it turns into a turd and you're like, I wasted my time, I could have put all that EXP into my star, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. For it to just go through all your Pokemon just eases that. Like, you can actually try and have construct a squad early on in the game and then go, okay, you know what? I don't like this one this much. Swap it out, swap it in for something yeah, else. Yeah. Right? Being a grind. I don't see why the story gameplay, the story playthrough needs to be a humongous, boring grind. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like the shared EXP, up to EXP values, um, the visuals, the, the online stuff they did for it, it was all cool. Okay. But I just can't, I'm too much of a just, just to play no, come on, another man. Pokemon game because we, we need I you back in the Pokemon world. To, if I was to play to my, uh, sorry, if I was to play Sun and Moon, I'd have to just play the story and then sell the game immediately afterwards. I couldn't do any post-game stuff. I couldn't go through my usual like raising my Spartan army where it's like this one has an imperfection throw it into the like heat with the rest of the you, you were game. easily the most perfectionist Pokemon player yeah, I've no, ever I met was, man. I was, I was a nurses man <laughs> I was just there like hmm I don't know I only got five uh, I only got four five IVs mm, no I don't know about that bin um, no I, that's the thing it turned me into a bit perfectionist I I put way too much time into it. I can't like it. But no, it generally looks good. Um, I don't know about Moon Bat Legendary. That that looks a bit... Like a Kotan? Basically wank <laughs> compared to Sun. Yeah, Lion, yeah that guy looks like, freaking cool. <laughs> that's just unfair for people who want to have to buy the different one. But then have to and actually. in typical Pokemon fashion, the weird-looking bat creature will probably be the best one. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've heard murmurings that people aren't impressed with either. Oh well. But this is the thing. Like this is like the hardcore side of Pokemon. Sounds sad. The hardcore side of Pokemon. <laughs> like if they don't have this, this, and this, then it's like no, they're trash. Like this legendary is trash. Love so, them. so will we will we see a return of? Nick Senpai to I, uh, I don't, the world of Pokemon. I don't know because timing is a bit, a bit <laughs> funny. Like there's a lot of random stuff. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, not going to spend too much time on Pokemon because uh, I don't think I can convince you to come back no, into the fold. No, it's, it's a tough one, man. Um, so we'll move on to uh, what we want to call our feature presentation. Oh yeah. Um, Nintendo. Um, oh, Nintendo. What next for Nintendo? I mean... What next? The NX. The NX is next. The clue um, is in the name. <laughs> <laughs> the clue is in the name. Um, what do you want from Nintendo at this point? What I want from Nintendo is going back to Super NES days. And I know that's not going to be the MO whatsoever. <laughs> I think you're out of luck, if yeah. I'm honest. But I just want Nintendo to just have solid hardware and great first-party support. Enough so that they have third-party support. Because to be honest, third-party support these days isn't even that interesting. There's too much money in multi-format for someone to really... Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. ...all their resources into one console. Unless it's the PS4, which I think is killing everyone. So people are just <laughs> throwing themselves at. And even that doesn't get a lot of third-party exclusives. Yeah, that aren't in, obviously, first-party. Yeah. Whatever, right? Um, but yeah, I just want a kind of return to form with Nintendo... They need to understand a couple of things. One, you need decent hardware just to get third-party people to even have a look at your console and make games for it, let alone actually go out of their way to make games for you. Yeah. You need a decent online infrastructure, ditch friends, codes, and all this, all that foolishness. Just look at what Sony and Microsoft have done. I think, uh, yeah. With a Nintendo 
friendly version of I think Nintendo Live. have fallen so far behind with their online ecosystem. Um, it you know it's been scarily bad at times compared to the competitors. Um, really, really worryingly so. Like just like just re- they just need to just get a checkbook because we know they got their money. They got their money. Um, employ some people that know about this stuff like go go raid amazon japan or something like just for like online ecosystem people like just people that know how to do it um and and just and just get it right because this whole friend code bullshit it's just get get x get like even x xbox live x psn guys whatever because even psn still needs work but get those guys and just establish a stable because there's so much potential for just having hot online games like yeah. everyone would love a hot online Mario Kart and it already exists but no one wants the hassle of faffing around friends clothes they just wanted to jump in get matchmade with a bunch of people into play have fun or whatever right Yeah. not have to faff around with this kind of stuff it's, yeah, it's totally. archaic so that's one of the things I want then I want Nintendo to really just grab me a shake him down shake off the dust <laughs> and just put him to the grind and just get him to even make some new IPs or have a real sit down and think about Mario. Think about all their existing franchises. Yeah. Like they're sitting on beloved IPs. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. That can be hot shit if they just gave it a bit of time. Yeah, like Star Fox Zero did not do anyone oh, any favors, but we know there's a good Star Fox game in Nintendo if they just try. Like I don't even need a fancy Star Fox game. I just need HD. Lilac you don't. You don't Ooh. want Starfax Adventures. Nah, nah, <laughs> um, nah. Um, and yeah, there's one Mario Esso and whatever else they want to roll out after that Mario Kart. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. And the I mean, I, I, I want similar things. Um, you know, I, I think. I don't think we're going to get it. I think Nintendo are bad at forging relationships with third parties. Um, I think they've been bad at it for a long time. And they were probably bad at it as well. Going back to SNES, like, yeah, loads of shit came out on it. But that, that shit came out on it because, you know, what else was there? Like, you know, like... Yeah, no, it's still no, it's, it's the glory days. I think what I've always said is money trumps all the bullshit. So the Wii is... That, that exact point, money trumps all the bullshit. Like, third parties must be thinking fuck about Nintendo, but the Wii was sending the units for them to ignore. Now, yeah. the problem is the Wii is a kind of shitty Wii console which had a great gimmick that only Nintendo could employ with any kind of finesse. And that's what kind of messed up the game for third party developers. So they <laughs> ended up still having to go back to yeah, sure. Microsoft and Sony. So if Nintendo can just get at least a console that has good infrastructure, while somehow getting the goodwill of their previous kind of like um, high points to get the fan base back on board so they can actually shift some of these units. But I'm telling you, they need a killer flaming game straight out of the gate. They need a Mario game that gave people the same sense of awe that Mario well, I mean, is, is that what Breath of the Wild is going to do? Yeah, except for they've already blown their load by having it just be a HD release of the game they're already going to release. Yeah. Like Twilight Princess. That's that's the problem. Yeah. It's not going to be like a fresh IP. It's going to be like a HD remix of a game people really played by yeah. the time. I mean, um, there's actually been people come out and said that 
they think it's going to be a huge hit that I did not expect. So um, CD Projekt Red, yeah. uh, same guys that made yeah, Witcher. I saw, I, saw, yeah, I saw that article. Now, that's the thing. They're like, yeah. You wouldn't expect them good. to be really, you know, you know, championing, championing um, uh, a Nintendo yeah, product. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, but the, the the scary thing is this: if this console is coming out in March next year, and yeah. there's no anything, when do you think we're going to see it? <sighs> no, I'm, th- I'm thinking October. Dude, if they don't show at TGS, then I don't know when they're going to show anything because that would be the the, the the platform and the region where you're like. Um, where you're like, yeah, this is it. This is the machine. But whatever they do, regardless of when they show it, it needs to be, it needs to come out fucking swinging. They can't do what they do with the Wii U. Whereas, like, this is the Wii U. Um, <laughs> here's a video of random stuff that we're not going to tell you what the fuck any of it means. Oh, they're using old controllers, but yeah. And everyone was just like, is that is that Wii? Is it? Gamepad the Wii U? Is it is it a thing? Is that the Wii U? I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what the fuck anything is. That fucked up their whole game. Like they yeah. need to come out and say, look, fuck everything, NX bitches. Look at this new Mario. It's hot shit. Look at this new F Zero. It's hot shit. Alright. I mean, that's great. Is that gonna happen? No, it's not gonna fucking happen, is it? Let's face it. Dude, it depends what the, the thing is, it seems like they're sitting on the mother of all gimmicks in their eyes. Where Miyamoto is like, we wanna show it. But we've got an idea that's such hot shit that we can't even show you. Yeah. We can't even show you it because it's going to blow up the spot. So <laughs> hold it down. and think. So they must have some good idea or they must think they have some kind of good idea as to what this gimmick is but it's just a case of like you need me to show us a science. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw an idea out because this is what I really want from Nintendo and this is not actually to do with the NX and this is something I've wanted for a while. Yeah. I want a Nintendo phone. Yeah, you now, said this before. Yeah, yeah, like I would, I would really dig a well-made Nintendo phone where you can have peripherals for it, so you mm. can plug in physical buttons. Because I don't know if you've seen it, there's this new, uh, really cool Game Boy yeah. uh, thing where you can actually plug the old Game Boy games into okay. the back of it, and then plug your phone into the top. Jeez. And it sort of goes over half of the phone, and it basically just becomes a Game oh, Boy. Okay. And it's not using emulation; it's using uh, the actual cards, oh, which is really, really cool. Oh, okay. And it got me thinking about this idea again. Like, I would love a a Nintendo phone where you can have peripherals to just plug in and have mm. buttons, turn it into you know, like DS buttons or some yeah. some shit like that, right? And it has a great online store, mm. and I can use it as a phone as well. And like, if Nintendo made that, I'd be like, take all my fucking money like all of it great online store download the games onto it it's mm. like just I that would be it for me I would just be throwing money at them it'd be interesting but my problem is that like an age where like man I see people playing like Pokemon on their iPhone like there's so much emulation and like homebrew stuff thrown around there's emulation but people if... will pay for if the product is there they'll pay it like enough people though yeah, like, I, I think I, I, I think, I think something like that yeah I don't want to crush your dream but like <laughs> in, in, in the age of just people just either want tech or they want poser phones which buy people buy iPhones 
Um, oh, I, I, I'm, you know, make it a nice looking phone as well. Like, don't make it like, you know, some fucking like, phone, like Nokia N95 like, or something. No, 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 they'll look at the, the, they'll, they'll do what they always do. Look at the Japanese market. Rather than look at the world oh, market God. and go like, some you know, NEC flip phone. NEC handy bar phone. <laughs> and they'll be like, yeah, that's, that's Nintendo phone. And it plays um, those games. Yeah, like that, yeah, that's yeah. what <laughs> But I mean, that would be a bigger hit in Japan because no one wants to play consoles in Japan. That's the thing. I think that's the problem Nintendo have, which is why the DS is like the shit. Like, their the reign of terror in terms of like handheld. <laughs> It's never going to be crushed. They've killed off everyone. Sony have tried so many times to take the handheld crown off Nintendo. Every time they failed. Because they know what works in Japan. And that, coincidentally, is what works around the world. Like, people like their handhelds with, like, yeah. just whatever interactivity they can have with other people with their handhelds. And it works big in Japan. And it just happens to be cool here. And they have this software to support it. And it's cheap. So, third party developers jump all over it. Because whatever. And it has a good install base. Eventual. Well, at the time it did, anyway. But... Sure. Consoles, I, I'm like I said, I, I honestly want their next to be great simply because I don't want Sony to just yeah, we need we need the three, the three horse race back on this thing, man. Um, but it's just gonna be a tough one. I mean, we the reason why Nintendo be good in this console race generation race is because if anyone is going to be churning out solid first party titles that we grow to love, it's going to be. Nintendo. Yeah. More so than some Microsoft who just get, I don't know, any old any old studio strong on them into being exclusive <laughs> and, you know, throw them into a bloody sweatshop and make them make games <laughs> with no heart or soul. Nintendo are gonna hopefully make the Mario that we love, the the, the, the Zeldas that we love, the Mario Kart that we love, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they need to do it on a console that isn't made of Mickey but, Mouse shit. Like they need to make a console that's actually but, made but of Nick. Nintendo. Imagine it on a phone. Uh, I don't know. Man. <laughs> I think phone complicates things too much for internet. I think internet is too simple. They're like the granddad of gaming. They're not going to be thinking. Like, I would expect. But this is it. This is what I want from them. Make. I don't yeah, want them to be that granddad anymore. I want them to start looking to the future. They've already started to move into the phones market with like little. That, I mean, that, I, that worried me. The whole deal with um, was it puzzles and dragons and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, that's that's smart money. To be honest, because that game makes money regardless. So you just put Mario on it, it's just like money. Yeah. But like, I don't want it to sell out and make mobile phone games, but I don't know. Interesting, I think NX will show us whether or not Nintendo um, actually have a clue. Or <laughs> if they actually are geniuses. They've, they've, they, they have got to learn some lessons from this last generation. And probably from the Wii as well. They, you know, the original Wii. Yeah. I think they need to sort of learn. Yes, they made fucking bucket tons of money yeah. on the Wii but there were genuine issues with preserving that market you know well, the, the, casu fickle, the casual market, market tends yeah. to be fickle yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah that's I think uh, I think that's sort of what they need to be to be doing um, but let's move on because yes. uh, we need to draw this to an end you need to go home yes. and eat some food yes. um, the last bit uh, in the podcast I just wanted to call show us what you got which is basically, tell me about something that we should check out that's kind of nerdy, kind of geeky, just something you're into at the minute that, you know, we just should be checked out. And then, and then I'll go into what, I'm, what, what I've got. I'll actually let you go first. All right, I okay. All right, you need to think about it. You need to... All right, guys. Um, Critical Role 
uh, for me is is a is a huge deal. I've been watching this thing since oh gosh, probably going back to September now. It is a live stream of voice actors, um, one of whom we spoke about previously, um, guy that does um, is it McCree in uh, in uh, Overwatch? Yeah, Mister High Noon. Um, you, if you're into D and D or just into just really, really just just a good time, really. Um, this this show is probably my favorite thing to watch at the minute. Episodes long, I can download them, and I just I watch them on my commutes. Um, it's just great watching these voice actors. Um, so. You know they're all playing these parts, um, and they're playing D and D live, um, and it's just genuinely, genuinely fun to watch. Genuinely funny, genuinely emotional. Um, the story is absolutely fantastic. The characters are endearing. Um, I don't really have a bad thing to say about it. It is genuinely worth watching. Um, so, what about yourself? Anything at all, or are you just going to be like? It is for you, though, man. It's like, what am I getting into? I mean, a lot of the stuff I'm kind of back into or into are kind of old stuff. Like, Hunter x Hunter is back, but it's been back for like, I don't know, two months now. But if you haven't read Hunter x Hunter, read Hunter x Hunter. Berserk. Which I'm reading <laughs> again. Because it's so great. If you somehow. Because you've got a bonus for Griffith. How? You did nothing wrong, man. <laughs> if somehow you're not Berserk, you need to. Um, other than that, there's not much as a pimp out, to be honest. Um, other than one game which people should check out, which is Odinosphere, the remaster. Okay. Which is a great game, gorgeous looking, great storytelling for what it is. Um, I, I, I thought it was, I mean, it's an old PS2 game, right? It's old PS2, but it looks gorgeous on PS4. Like, they actually truly remastered it it's not like okay. fake okay. ass remaster and you can even switch it back to like ps2 style oh really like, okay kind of like but, um halo with the yeah the original master chief sort of thing don't switch it to me <laughs> you, don't, you, don't want that. you don't need that in your life right you now no, no. okay fair enough um, okay so i highly recommend that i'm, I'm hyped to get my copy on that okay cool cool um that's kind of it, really. That's the uh, end of the podcast for the night. Maybe we'll do this next week. Mm. I'm going to see how the audio goes. Yeah. The audio probably sounds shitty, and we're really sorry for that. We don't have a mic until next week. Um, so, yeah. Uh, say goodbye. Bye. Bye.